48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Ben Che. The top stories. Chief Executive-elect John Lee says he wants to form his cabinet as soon as possible and already has someone in mind for the post of chief secretary. New COVID cases remain stable at 259 as officials look into a cluster at a private kitchen in an industrial building in Kuantong. And railway fanatics revel in the opening of the MTR's long-awaited East Rail Line extension. Chief Executive-elect John Lee says he's in the early stages of forming his governing team. Aaron Tam reports. John Lee says he wants to complete the task of forming his cabinet as soon as possible. Speaking on commercial radio, Mr. Lee said he is looking for capable and experienced people and that he won't place too much emphasis on their backgrounds. The former chief secretary added that since relations with Hong Kong and the international community are complicated, some candidates could be worried about being targeted. Meanwhile, Mr. Lee said he's already got someone in mind for the chief secretary position, but won't make the announcement at this time. Mr. Lee says he hopes to strengthen internal coordination when he takes office, but stopped short of saying whether or not he plans to create a new deputy chief secretary post to help with that. Mr. Lee said he shouldn't reveal the details before the Executive Council discusses the matter. I am inclined to concur with uh, the recommendations that has been proposed by Carrie's team. And uh, we did have a useful discussion on, uh, on the issues that are raised. And I have already uh, reflected my views to the uh, CE office. Uh, the C office and the uh, chief executive elect office has been in close contact to work out an agreed formulation uh, for the process to go ahead for the deliberation of EXCO. Separately, Mr. Lee has signed a declaration that he's not a member of any political party, nor will he become one after he becomes chief executive. Health officials have reported 259 new COVID infections, down 25 from the day before. 33 of the new cases were imported. Officials also reported one more death linked to the virus. Meanwhile, officials said they're looking into a COVID cluster at a private kitchen in the Shengyip Industrial Building in Kuantong. Dr. Chuan Shukwan from the Center for Health Protection said nine people who had been to the Imperial Kitchen last Monday have come down with COVID. She said everyone who went there that evening must get tested. Officials in Shanghai have reported 166 symptomatic COVID-19 infections and 1,203 asymptomatic cases. Three more COVID patients with underlying illnesses have died. Medical experts are divided on the risk of Hong Kong seeing yet another wave of COVID infections. The Dean of Medicine at the University of Hong Kong, Gabriel Lang, said the fact that the SAR's COVID daily tally has remained at about 300 means it's on the cusp of a potential outbreak if things tilt in the wrong direction. But respiratory medicine specialist Lang Chichu disagreed. He said without a new variant, another wave of infections is unlikely within these two months. If we do not have any left in our border control, uh, there should not be an early sixth wave because we have already have a major fifth wave uh, due to Omicron BA2 that have reduced uh, the proportion of our susceptible population to a very large extent. 
Financial Secretary Paul Chan says he expects the latest unemployment rate to be released this week to continue to rise. Hong Kong's jobless rate for the three months ending March climbed to 5%, the highest in nine months. Writing on his blog, Mr Chan said the latest figure will reflect the employment situation during the peak of the city's Omicron wave. But he said with the epidemic situation coming under control and the government easing social distancing measures and phases, he believes the rates will gradually improve as long as the virus situation remains stable. And on to the weather, mainly cloudy with a few showers and minimum temperature tomorrow morning of about 19 degrees in the urban areas and a few degrees lower in the new territories. A top temperature of about 22 degrees with moderate to fresh easterly winds, occasionally strong offshore. The outlook, there'll be sunny periods and temperatures will rise progressively in the next few days, one or two showers in the latter part of this week. Currently, it's 21 degrees Celsius, the relative humidity 94%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is now 5 minutes past 11. Railway enthusiasts have queued all night to be part of history by riding the first ever train on the MTR's East Rail Line cross-harbour section early this morning. Wendy Wong reports. Over 2,000 railway fans didn't hold back their excitement as they boarded the first train that departed from the new Exhibition Centre station. Some said they've been queuing from the previous night to guarantee a place on the special trip, which made its way beneath the harbour to Hong Kong in just five minutes. This man said he's been waiting for the rail link since he was a primary school student. We are excited because we can cross the harbour on Israel now without the need to change trains. I'm emotional because this is an incredible construction project. It would be much more convenient for residents in the new territories to cross the harbour for work. The 46-kilometre line is the city's fourth cross-harbour line and connects Hong Kong to Admiralty via the Exhibition Centre station. The MTR's operations director, Tony Lee, says the railway operator has a so-called bullet train arrangement for the East Rail Line to cope with tomorrow's rush hour. We believe our current train service arrangement will be able to handle the flow of people. Our control centre will closely monitor the situation and if there is a need, we will use our bullet train arrangement. Finland's president and prime minister have announced that the country will apply for NATO membership. The president, Sauli Ninisto, called it a historic day. The NATO, the NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg welcomed the move. Finland and Sweden are NATO's closest partners. If they decide to apply, this would be an historic moment. Their membership in NATO would increase our shared security. Finland decided to abandon its non-aligned stance in response to Russia's assault on Ukraine. Sweden is very likely to do the same. The application will be discussed by NATO foreign ministers' meeting in Berlin. U.S. President Joe Biden has said the U.S. must do everything in its power to end hate-fueled domestic terrorism after 10 people were killed at a supermarket in the city of Buffalo by a suspected white supremacist. 11 of the 13 victims were black, and the shooting in New York State is being investigated by the FBI as a case of racially motivated violent extremism. The gunman has been arrested. 
The BBC's Nada Tofik has more details. He is an 18-year-old white male who did not live in Buffalo. He actually drove several hours to this particular location because it is a predominantly black area. What authorities didn't confirm is some other bits and pieces about how he posted a to-do list in a manifesto reportedly online planning out this attack and also giving way to this theory that white people are being replaced by minorities. So a very kind of racist manifesto that people are reporting is connected to this suspect. Authorities haven't, though, confirmed that. The state-owned oil giant Saudi Aramco has almost doubled its profits in the first quarter of this year as oil prices have surged in the wake of Russia's assault on Ukraine. The BBC's Sebastian Usher reports. It was only last week that Saudi Aramco became, for now at least, the most valuable company in the world, just edging ahead of Apple. Its latest earnings report shows that its net income for the first quarter of this year was $39.5 billion, compared to just under $22 billion last year. It's the biggest profit the company has posted since it went public, with a stock market listing in 2019, selling a small percentage of its shares. This is due to a sharp rise in oil prices, as well as a gradual increase in production. To sports now and in football, where Man City's 2-all draw at West Ham means they'll be champions if they win their final game at home to Ashton Villa next Sunday, no matter what Liverpool do. Harry Kane's penalty has moved Tottenham into the Premier League top four, as Antonio Conte's men held their nerve to beat Burnley 1-0. Spurs move two points ahead of arch-rivals Arsenal, who travel to Newcastle tomorrow in the battle for fourth place. Spurs still need a slip-up from the Gunners to return to the Champions League next season. As for the battle to stay in the Premier League, Leeds' extra-time equaliser at home to Brighton means the final relegation place will be decided between them and Burnley next Sunday, with just one point separating them. And that's the news from RTHK. Before doing a COVID-19 rapid antigen test, read the user guide carefully and follow each step as instructed. First, prepare a clean surface and wash your hands. For a nasal swab, insert the swab into your nostrils and rub it against the walls of each nostril several times as instructed. Submerge the swab tip fully into the buffer solution and stir. Squeeze droplets of the solution slowly into the well of the test device afterwards. Wait for the time specified in the user guide and read the result. Results taken beyond the time limit will be invalid. When finished, dispose of all parts of the test kit properly. If only the C-line is present, the test result is negative. If both the C-line and the T-line are present, the test result is positive, in which case you have to take a photo of the result and report it within 24 hours via the declaration system of the Department of Health. Do the test often by yourself. It helps you detect any infection and receive treatment as soon as possible to protect yourself and others around you. Do the test. Protect yourself and others. 24 hours a day. This is RTHK. We might as well make a habit of it. Little Paul Anka from his Rock Swings album. Here's a cover of Lionel Richie's 1983. Hello, right here on Radio 3 with me, classic Michael Ants, and some more Sunday Late.
my dreams I've kissed your lips a thousand times I sometimes see you pass outside my door Hello Is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes I can see it in your smile You're all I've ever wanted And these arms are open wide Cause you know just what to say You know just what to do I want to tell you so much I love you I long to see the sunlight in your hair Tell you time and time again how much I care Sometimes I feel my heart will overflow Hello I've just got to let you know Cause I wonder where you And I wonder what you do Are you somewhere feeling lonely Or is someone loving you Tell me how to win your heart For I haven't got a clue But let me start by saying That I love you.